Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. Wow, what a perfect time of the year to do coughs and all the top eight homeopathic remedies we're going to talk about. This is when he's changing the seasons. This is when people get sick. Remember, health is our ability to... uh, adapt to our environment. So this is when homeopathy can really comes into its own because this is the time when people get sick. You know, we talked about sore throats last time. This is about coughs. We've got to do colds next week. Perfect time of the year. So let's talk about coughs. Let's talk about the top eight homeopathic remedies for coughs. So what is a cough? Well, a cough is a reflex action there's such an amazing thing when we do cough and this action. It's a reflex action to clear your airways of a mucus, irritants such as dust, smoke. And it's rarely a sign of anything serious. But it's amazing that it can sort of get out of your lungs. I think it's like when you cough, it comes out like 50 miles an hour. It's an incredible thing. And most coughs tend to clear up within three weeks. Again, you see this time of the year, winter time, people can have these coughs. Anything longer than that, you may need to get it checked out. And a dry cough means it's tickly often, but doesn't produce any phlegm, which is thick mucus. And a chesty cough obviously means there's phlegm on the chest and it's produced to help clean your airways. Again, this is all for a reason. The body knows what to do. But again, seek medical advice from a qualified practitioner if the coughing persists or your overall condition worsens. That means, you know, your vital force is low. You don't seem to be getting better. You may need to get help from a qualified practitioner. So there's different types of cough. There's dry, hacking cough, you know, it's noisy, dry, irritating cough. Spasmodic, where it's cough, 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 repetitive. And then there's loose cough with there's mucus and you can hear it rattling. So we're going to do some remedies for all types of, of these sort of coughs. So let's look at some homeopathic remedies. I'm excited to look here. So let's look at the first remedy. Again, these aren't in particular order. It's just different types. I'm looking at some dry ones, some spasmodic coughs, and then some wet coughs. So the first remedy, aconite. How many times have we talked about aconite in these series of live videos? This is often to given, as you know, for the sudden onset of a cough. It's normally usually given for the first sign of a cough. Always give aconite, especially from cold, dry winds. These are the keynotes. You can see when I talk about keynotes on all the other videos, this is what gets you into the remedies. Now, coughs is a, is a huge, huge area, and there's so many remedies for coughs. I've just given you the top eight I think you should know about, but you've just got it. What gets you into the remedy is these keynotes. So this is from dry, cold winds, getting very cold. You know, you've been out in the cold, get very cold, get chilled, and you start with a cough. Always think of aconite, first of all. Or emotionally, people start with a cough after they've had a shock or a fright. Think of aconite. So they can be... A, an environmental cause to the cough, but also they can be a mental and emotional cause to a cough as well. So cough presents with sometimes like a, a fever, a high fever, uh, or coldness with chills and shivering, okay? They can go into that state. 
and they can get a hoarse, dry, croupy-sounding cough. And it can start to get worse around midnight. Big key note for our aconite, around midnight. And they can be wrestling in bed, they can be tossing about, often can have great anxiety, as we know this with aconite. They have big fear and anxiety, sense of foreboding, think they may die. All happens around this time, around midnight. This is a keynote of aconite. The, the cough can be dry, suffocative cough, and coughing with a tickly throat at the back. Or they can have this like creepy sound with barking and a hoarse dry cough. Again, if you've got kids, you know, you've had kids, you know what that sounds like at nighttime. It sounds like a dog barking. Worse at night, worse after midnight or around midnight. Worse drinking cold water, that can really aggravate it. Better open air. They want some air open. They may want a window open. Better for rest. Very thirsty. Okay? So that's aconite. So remember these keynotes that we talked about. Sudden onset. Starts around, you know, from dry cold winds getting chilled or from fright or from shock. And this hoarse, dry, creepy cough. Okay? Worse around night. Worse around midnight. Great remedy. Second remedy. Bryonia. So bryonia is much more of a slow, gradual onset. Okay, and it's a hard, dry, hacking cough from irritability from the upper trachea up here. You can feel the irritability. And it's dry and it's a hard cough and very painful. Now, look at this picture of this man. This is exactly what a baronia person does. As they're about to cough, they, they, they hold their chest because it's so painful. Okay, they hold the chest. It's like they have to keep still, stop the pain that they feel when they're coughing because it hurts. And the coughing... Repeated coughing causes soreness in the chest and in the in the whole sort of pleural cavity. Can be sharp stabbing pains in the sides of the chest. That's why they're holding it. But remember, the worse for movement. This is Baroni. It's a keynote. It's a keynote of the remedy. Worse for movement. Better for being still. Same was the pain here with Bryonia. And they have dryness. This is all. This is the whole theme running through Bryonia. Is dryness. Dry. 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 Very little phlegm, okay, just dry. And often when they cough, it compels them to sit up. If they lay down, they, they come forward almost involuntary. Or if they lay, lay back, they will sit up just because it's better. But they'll be holding themselves, okay? Worse movement, as we've talked about. Worse for talking, worse for laughing. It brings the cough in. And they go, don't, don't make me cough. Don't make me laugh. Sorry, don't make me laugh because I'm going to cough. Coming into a warm room. Okay, so the Vinan cold coming into the warm room makes the cough and brings the cough on. Worse for inspiration, can aggravate it. Worse at night. Better for being still. Better for rest. Okay, this, this motion, this, this, they don't want to move. Better for hard pressure. Sometimes it feels better if there's hard pressure. And painful if they lie on the painful side. So if the chest is hurting, they're better for the pressure for lying on that side. Better for cool things. Better for cool, open air. But remember, the mental and emotional aspects of Brownie is they're very irritable and they want to be left alone. Just want to be left alone by themselves. Very thirsty. You talk about the dryness and they will drink in big gulps or glug down whatever they're drinking. Big remedy for that, but a great, great cough remedy. Next remedy, spongia. There, picture of a sponge. It's made from sponge. This is a dry, harsh, dry, barking, croupy cough. It's deep, hollow. Sounds like a foghorn when they cough. Worse drawing it, breathing in inspiration. 
and before midnight. This is before midnight. Okay? Difficult breathing. They can have burning in the throat or the larynx and the chest, especially after they've coughed. You get this burning feeling. Or can feel sometimes that the chest is going to burst when they cough. Another keynote here. But the interesting thing about spongier cough, if the cough goes after they're eating and drinking. So if they eat and drink and swallow, it goes. It's better for that. And better for warm drinks as well. So it's better particularly for warm drinks. And they can have this sore spot deep in the chest. feels raw and sore. But there's again, there's dryness in the air passages. Okay? Everything feels dry from the nose, back of the throat, into the lung. Everything feels dry. And sometimes they feel it's like breathing. They feel like they're breathing through a sponge. Against the, again, the remedy is spongier. The cough can sound as dry as a bow when you hear it. Some people describe it as like a saw being driven through pine board. You know, that, that sound. Or like a seal's bark. And I've, def I've heard that a lot with my kids when they've, they've been like this. They can choke on falling asleep. They <laughs> start to choke. I'm doing all the impressions now. But they have an anxiety with that. They feel they're going to suffocate. Okay, they feel like they're going to suffocate. They need to bend up or bend forward. Worse from talking, worse from, again, dry, cold winds, worse before midnight, worse for exertion, worse for cold drinks, worse lying on the right side. Okay, so make a note of these modalities. The modalities, sensations is what gets you into the remedy. Okay, because some better lying, like we talked about brownie, better lying on the painful side. Well, with spongy, it's better lying on the right side. Better eating and drinking, we talked about, especially warm food or warm drink. It can get, take away the cough, give them respite. Better for sucking on something like sweets. Better for swallowing, that's what the eating and drinking is about. It's better if they swallow. And better bending their head forward. So this is very much like aconite, but deeper than aconite and less fearful. You have the anxiety association, but not on the scale of aconite. Aconite is a, like a terror remedy. Okay, so just think of spongier as well. Okay, the next remedy, Drosera. Great remedy. This is for a dry, irritative, spasmodic cough. So this with Drosera, they cough, 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 cough. It's like cough, 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 cough. It's like they can't even get a breath in between the coughs. Can't catch the breath and that can scare them. And it takes the breath away. But they can go cough, 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 cough. A wretch. It's like the coughing so much they start to retch and can vomit from this coughing. So again, different type of cough. It can sound hoarse. It can sound deep, deep barking, deep cho choking cough as well. But the thing, the interesting thing about Drosera is the cough can start as soon as the head hits the pillow or from the warmth of the bed. So they may be okay in the day. As soon as the head hits the pillow, the cough can start. And again, the person will hold their chest. And this little boy, he's holding his chest. When they cough, it feels tight. Think of Bryony, as we talked about. And they can have tickling in the, in the throat pit. It tickles, tickles, which makes them cough. And can sometimes have yellow phlegm as well from the cough. If they're going to bring anything up, it's going to be like a yellowy. Worse lying down, as we talked about. Worse talking. This can bring it on. This irritates it. Worse towards evening. Worse after midnight. Spongier was worse before midnight, was after midnight, worse for stuffy rooms. Okay, they need the open air, the better for open air. Better sitting up in bed. Better for moving around. 
Okay? Better for moving around. So that is Drosera. Great remedy. Also better for just being quiet, just by themselves, like they just want to get the breath. Okay, great remedy, Drosera. Next remedy, Antart. So this is a good remedy for children who get frequent colds that always go to the chest. Now this is a wet, this is a wet cough with mucus. They can feel very like a substantive cough uh, with great rattling of mucus on the chest. You can hear it. It's like, but they can't really bring it up. If they're trying to cough, cough, only a little bit comes up. So they can't seem to raise the phlegm. They can't seem to raise the mucus. And it can sometimes sound like they're drowning in the mucus. There's so much mucus on the chest. It can be a coarse, loose, rattling cough. And breathing is difficult because there's so much mucus. It's like you just want to bang on the back of their back to just get the mucus up or get them to cough because it's just rattling in there. So the cough, they can cough, cough, and sometimes they, again, can vomit because there's so much mucus, which is always thick, white, and ropey. That is the antar mucus, thick, white, and ropey. Sometimes it can even have a white tongue as well. So it comes to the tongue, it can be white. That's very much this remedy, antard. And they get exhausted and drowsy after having a coughing fit. It can really knock them out, okay? Now, what's interesting with the mental aspects of, of antard, they don't like being looked at. They don't like being talked to, okay? They're worse in warm, stuffy rooms. Again, like some of these remedies, worse for heat. These are worse for eating. Worse lying down. Worse from anger. So anger, if they get emotional, angry, this can bring on a coughing fit. Okay, can bring on a coughing fit. Worse cold, damp weather. Worse being touched. Better lying on the right side. Better cold, open air. Better sitting up, upright. They feel they can breathe. Better for vomiting. So if they do cough, cough, and the, and the mucus comes out, this thick, white, ropey mucus, they actually feel better for it. They can breathe again, okay? But the expectoration can be difficult, okay? But they feel better for it. Better if they're left alone, okay? They want to be left alone, a bit like Baronia, want to be left alone, thirsty for cold water. Can sometimes look a little bit like pulsatella, especially in children. So they want to be carried around, okay, by the parent. But very, much more, very irritable, much more irritable than pulsatella because of all the mucus. We're going to talk about pulsatella in a moment. Can look like pulsatella, but they have an aversion to being looked at. They don't like to be looked at, don't like to be touched, don't want to be talked to because I'll leave them alone. It's like, you know, they, they don't want you around them, but they're happy to be carried around by the parent. So, really great remedy. Again, think about it rattling mucus, can't seem to get the mucus up. Sounds like they're drowning in mucus. If the mucus does come up, it's thick, white, and ropey. Next remedy, Hepasulf. So this is a remedy from cough from exposure to cold. Again, like we talked about before, dry, cold air. From the west or northwest winds, it's that specific with this remedy. But it's, it's cold. The thing about Hepasulf, look at the man here. He's wrapped up. They are cold. So he can be brought on by exposure to, even to a cold draft if they're sat in a room or they could be sat in a... I don't know, a train station, waiting room, they get cold from the draft. So it's worse than being chilled. It can be brought on by being chilled. And with Heparsulf, it's a noisy, hoarse, dry cough. Or it can be loose. So it can be a dry cough or a loose cough with yellow, thick mucus. Antar was 
thick white mucus. This is thick yellow mucus of Hapar sulf. And it can be, or it can be a croppy choking cough, which has, where they have to rise up and bend the, he- bend the head back in order to cough. <laughs> they have to put the head backwards. All these little things you're looking at, what makes it better, what makes it worse, what's the sensation, what are they doing, will get you into the remedy. Can also feel like there's a fish bone or splinter stuck in the throat, causing them to cough, like they're going to clear the cough. Be keen here to have hepal sulf. But he feels very chilly. I can't emphasize enough how hepal sulf is so cold. Extremely sensitive to a draft, as we talked about, or feeling cold. And they're even worse putting a hand out of the bed. So the only the bed clothes put the hand out, this can cause coughing. Or the, or the leg goes out, the foot goes out under the, into the cold. They start to cough. Again, strange, rare, peculiar symptom of hepal sulf. Very irritable. This is more irritable than bryonia, more irritable than antar. These are incredibly irritable, hypersensitive. Even the things that you say to them. You're trying to help them, they don't want it. They don't want any help. Or you say something and they take it the wrong way. Best just to leave them alone. Leave them under the blankets, wrapped up. They don't want to be fussed over, just leave them be. Worse for cold air, as we've talked about, worse early in the morning. And as we said, if any part of the body gets cold or uncovered, worse for walking, worse for eating or drinking anything cold. Never give them a cold drink, never give them a salad. <laughs> when it gets cold, they do not like cold. They're better in warm, they're better in a warmth room, better for warm wrapping up, better for heat. And that includes drinks as well. So again, hope you're getting there the essence of these remedies and how to differentiate between them. Next remedy, phosphorus. So this is for violent, a really violent dry cough. But the keynote with phosphorus is this burning. They have a burning sensation and dryness and tickling in the throat. And they're worse for any change of weather. So phosphorus are very sensitive. Any change in the environment, any change in weather, any change in temperature, they can get sick. Again, worse for windy, worse for cold, but also getting wet in hot weather. So this is not just in the winter. These can get in coughs. If they get wet, they could be gone swimming in hot weather and they get a cough, okay? Because they, they can't adapt to the environment. And every cold they ever get, if they have a cold, always goes to the chest. Ends in a cough, goes to the chest. Okay, this is sort of like the weak area. And they have a hot feeling in the chest, like an intense heat behind the sternum. So they have a heat behind the sternum. It's a burning. feels like it's on fire. Often the cough is dry. It's a dry cough with a pain in the head. So the coughing and the pain feels like the head's going to burst. Phosphorus. Okay? Phosphorus. Often they have a hollow cough as well. Can be mostly in the morning, in bed, but also at night as well. It prevents sleep. Okay? But it's this hollow cough. And if they do get phlegm, it's often in the morning. And sometimes it can be a little bit of blood in it. Okay, a little bit of blood in it. Just because a phosphorus tends to bleed easily, they tend to get nosebleeds easily. Um, it's like they're very sensitive, but they're very sensitive. They can have a little bit of blood coming from the, from the coughing. Anxious and fearful, and they want company and sympathy. Okay, so they want you to look after them, want you to help them with their cough. Okay, and often they're really easily reassured. You go, yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, just take this remedy. I'll take this and you'll be better. Oh, this will help. And they're often really reassured from that because they're so sensitive, but they need and they seek that reassurance. You know, if the child, they want to be sort of rubbed, they want to be sort of like cuddled, 
very phosphorus. Worse from going from the warm room into a cold air. So the worse for going into cold air, that change of temperature again. It's worse lying on the left side. Worse talking, worse laughing, worse in the evening, worse at twilight. They don't like it at twilight, pulse still is the same. Worse at twilight. Better touch, better massage, better sitting up when they're coughing. They have to sit up. Better lying on the right side. Better for cold drinks. They love cold drinks. They like ice in the drinks, anything like that. Pulsatilla, ailments from abandonment. Okay, so this is a remedy. As we know, we've talked about it before. Ailments from abandonment, ailments from grief, ailments from getting a chill. But with pulsatilla, also ailments from getting their feet wet. Okay, they could be out in the rain, they get their feet wet. This can trigger a pulsatilla cough. So they have changeable symptoms, loose in the morning, dry in the evening. Get a rattling cough with copious amount of thick yellow mucus. And often they'll have a runny nose with thick yellow, sometimes green as well, but normally thick, bland yellow discharge from the cough and also from the nose at the same time. A short kind of a hacking cough with this tickling here as well. And they can be retching. If they have a dry cough, it can be retching. But normally you'll see a lot of mucus with pulsatilla. They crave affection, crave sympathy. Like we talked about phosphorus a little bit there. Very shy, very weepy though, very clingy. Whinging and whining. You see this in children a lot. They just want to be cuddled. They just want to be held. And you want to because they look so forlorn. You want to pick them up and you want to look after them and you want to cuddle them. Worse in the evening if it's a dry cough. Worse in the morning if it's a loose cough. Okay, so you can go from dry to loose. Remember, it's changeable. Which dries loose. So this can be sometimes hard to decide which remedy it is. But you'll see dry in the evening, loose in the morning. Worse being left alone. Worse for warmth of the air as well. So if the air's warm, they hate stuffy rooms, Pulsatilla. Keynote. They need open, cool air. So again, they'll have a fan on. They'll have to open the windows. Better for uh, cold drinks. Better sitting up with the head high. Better rubbing and better massage, as we talked about. But remember... With pulsatilla, they may be better for cold drinks, but they're thirstless. So you may have to get them to drink because they won't ask for a drink for themselves. You've got to like, oh, here's a drink. Okay, thank you. You know, thank you for looking after me. <laughs> that's pulsatilla, okay? But they are pretty thirstless. So that's our eight top remedies we've talked about. These are great remedies. These are remedies you should definitely know about from home prescribing. This should be in your remedy kit. A lot of this you can get over the counter at health food stores or from the homeopathic pharmacies. Really good to have. There's other, so many remedies for coughs, but I'm trying to give you the main ones for dry or spasmatic or um, or wet, okay, loose coughs. So again, I would say use 6C, 30C, because that's what you can get over the counter at health food stores. And again, you can take a dose, one, one every hour for three or four doses until the symptoms improve. And you should see an improvement. After the, you know, after the second dose, you should see there's an improvement there. Uh, on yourself, on the kids, or on whoever you're giving the remedies to, and then repeat it until they start to get better. Remember, the key, the remedies are like keys to a lock. It's just turning the ignition. Once the body gets going, you know, the body contains all the healing wisdom it's ever going to need, and it, the vital force kicks in. Okay, we call it vital force in homeopathy. In Chinese medicine, they call it qi. In Ayurveda, they call it prana. It's the same thing. The remedies are key to a lock. But always remember, when you're trying to decide... You may be down to two or three remedies, 
just try to get, just look at them and differentiate between the modalities, what makes them better, what makes them worse, the sensations, the location, and any concomitant symptom they have as well alongside the cough. So if it's a headache or if it's restlessness or anxiety, that will get you into the into the right remedy. And just give one. You know, you'll see the difference. If it doesn't work, then go into the next remedy that you think it could be close to. It's okay. But if, again, as I said in the beginning, if symptoms persist, please seek a qualified practitioner who will all will be able to help you. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed that. The top eight remedies for coughs. Please use them. And until next week. Hi, Marcus here. Just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cchomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast. 